At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. I'm Alexander Rossi. And I'm not James Hinchcliffe. No, you're not, Thim, and I'm Everybody's uh, pretty, pretty upset that you have to be here for this, and I don't have my counterpart, my colleague, my co-host James with me to help deal with your crap. Yeah, James um, is in engineering. We're, James, we're at uh, Mid-Ohio. We're, we're at Mid-Ohio in Chateau de Bust, and uh, James is otherwise involved with engineering and planning his wedding. So we've got a very special guest. We kind of um, went the other way. We went from the Canadian to the most American person I think any the, of us know. The most American person any of us know, um, The my favorite diabetic um my, let's go <laughs> my let's go. my ex uh housemate slash amazing race teammate slash americans in europe racing gp2 and trying to um be 150 pounds <laughs> slash let's go that was not fun slash uh travel companion uh connor daly but hey before guys. we but before we get to this interview oh <laughs> Continue. (laughs) But before we get to that. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot because, well, we think it's the best. Welcome back, guys. Uh, as we kind of previewed, um, this episode's a, a little bit different. James isn't able to be here with us uh, due to prior commitments this weekend in Mid-Ohio, but we have Connor Daly joining Thim and I. So, Connor, thank you for taking time out of your not-at-all-busy schedule um, well, to come on this podcast. I mean, if you needed a downgrade, you got one. So, here we are. I'm excited to um, hopefully do some good things with my mouth here. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I mean, that's not the first time you've said that. So, uh, well. <laughs> but it'll be the first time he's done it. Yeah. <laughs> some would say. So, you're here in mid-Ohio. Um, IndyCar round. Whatever it something. is. Something. It's round two um, for me. There's three, three for me. There's five me. rounds left in the championship, and you're here um, yes. for the second week in a row with Harding Racing. Tell Congrats. us how that, how that came about. Thank you. I still don't know why I'm here, um, but I feel good about it feel like we've we've had a nice little nice little run so far um toronto was okay uh but this weekend's going all right so far as well nice little qualifying session couldn't quite uh sit on the pole like you that's a shame but you were really fast so good job um but yeah i'm excited i mean way more races than i thought i was going to be doing this year so hopefully this bodes well for the future so you did the indy 500 with 
Dale Coyne, Tom Burns, U.S. Air Force, all that. Yes. And now you're driving for a different manufacturer and a different team. I mean, my career has been that. It's I've driven for, I think, five different teams, eight different numbered car. I've driven the five car, the seven car, the 88 car, the 17, the 18, the 19, and the 43. And uh, I don't know. So there's, there's a lot of cars. I mean, I've driven, driven the 27 and the 98. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a run. A run, yeah. yeah, and you've got wonderful <laughs> career stability, nice partners, a wonderful bus, a dog, and, and a dog, good puppy, and a lady friend, and a, and a girlfriend. Kelly. None of those things I have. So all right, you but did you, it right, but you have a house now, man. So yeah. tell me what that's like. So so you, so you move out of mine slowly on its way to foreclosure. <laughs> <laughs> you move out of mine, and what do you? What's the one thing you realize? Oh, this is. This is weird. I have to do this now. Use a lot more money than I was using. Yes, yeah. uh, which is not awesome, but uh, but I mean, it is like adult life. I do feel like a, a manly adult. I have to sweep floors mm. and I have to clean toilets, which is you don't wild. have a cleaning lady. No, I don't have. A, do I look like I have a cleaning lady? I don't even have a car. That's, that's, that's a fair. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how you got to Mid Ohio from Indianapolis. By the way, did well, you use a helicopter? N- no, uh, I would like to thank. Graham Rahal in this editions of uh, Off Track because he lent me his car, <laughs> and that's what I've been driving this month. So I think my monthly Graham Rahal lease is probably up after so this. So you've race. gone from from borrowing houses to cars. Yes, <laughs> I've borrowed cars before. All right, so I want to know you guys raced in Europe together, right? You guys came up going through what the Formula Series. Yeah, Europe? I mean we raced together for what probably four years off and on. No, he went there first. So I, when I went well, over, you were doing other things, and then we didn't actually race against each other until we got into GP. I got into GP two. Right, but yeah. I was but you in were Europe there. in eleven yeah. when you were in Europe in eleven. Yeah, yeah. So, so what was what was your like first impression meeting Alex there? No, we met. Well, I met him a long okay. time. ago. We met in two thousand six. Yeah, long okay. So what was ago. what was that then? Well, you know, you guys were both what great eight American years old. hero. No, yeah. I was like <laughs> I was fourteen, and you're. So the same, yeah. yeah. But he he was doing Formula Hyundai manufacturer, and I was doing Skip Barber Correct. Racing School. Yeah. yeah, it was a pretty cool time. I mean, he was doing stuff, I was doing stuff. We, we were, were both winning stuff. We rode golf carts around. Together. Yeah, scooters, yeah. golf carts, all that stuff. It was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about a story. Okay, of Connor. This is scary. I can't wait. Um, that now that the amazing race is over with. Connor Yay. and I can talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear so, about this. part of the process of getting on the show of The Amazing Race, you have to go to Los Angeles, and you're there for like four or five days, and you have to do a lot of different auditions and a lot of different kind of like instructional information classes and, and all this stuff. And um, so you're kind of sharing a hotel room with the person. And so Connor and I flew straight from Pocono Raceway um, to Los Angeles. We got to the hotel at like 5 o'clock in the morning. We slept for two hours. We went to our first thing that we had to do. And later on that, that afternoon, we did like these group views of, of Amazing Race episodes. That they would like kind of talk us through. And we got in there kind of late and there was, um, we had some coffee cups that, uh, you know, didn't, didn't have coffee. Didn't have in. coffee in there? Yeah, yeah, but whatever. So we're kind of Irish sitting, coffee, hold the coffee. We're kind of huh. sitting there, kind of enjoying our time and, and scanning our potential competition. And uh, I was doing some scanning, let me tell you what. So, so Connor knows My what's, eyes were on stalks. So Connor, Connor knows what story I'm telling at this point, so I'll let you take it from here. Well, I mean, we saw a couple of honeys in there that. Uh, <laughs> One of us recognized from a previous encounter. So I, I used to date for a, a, a short period of time. Which totally made sense to me at the time. 
I mean, I was like, yep, that makes sense. And so, like, can you say which which of the competitors? Oh, it was? she didn't make. She, it. she didn't make the show. She didn't make she the, didn't show. Make the show. No, no. Okay. Yeah. So clearly, I thought it was Cody. No, that would make I, thought, sense. I would love to be <laughs> yeah. Cody. Who wouldn't? I mean, let's He's be honest. A beautiful hey, man. Will you be yeah. safe in his arms? He's pretty yeah. taken at this point. But um, <laughs> so I sent her a message. Is that you sitting a couple rows in front of me? And uh, she was like. Oh my God, you're here, blah, blah, blah. Well, Connor and I, we had this great idea. There's this app in LA. Oh, wow. Called you're actually Saucy. telling this story. And you can order like some, some Water, drinks, some mixers, sodas, and actually a beer pong kit. Yeah, a table. So, oh, not a table, but like a kit. A yeah. kit. So, like the cups, a scorecard, yeah. some ping a pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the Amazing Race had very, very strict rules, and CBS had very strict rules that you could not talk to any of the other competitors. Or potential competitors. Or potential competitors yeah. because they didn't want any alliances forming already prior to going on the show. Well, Connor and I, when we realized we were on the same floor as these two girls, we were like, well, we might as well invite them over for some beer pong. Absolutely. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. I mean... I'm I mean, a very friendly man. I, I think Alex is a nice fella. You got a um, potential at a million dollars, but there are some girls on the <laughs> hotel floor. So obviously, priorities, you're going to play beer pong with some girls. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any issue with what our thought process was because we wanted to build possibly an alliance. Yeah, that's an alliance. No, we yeah. didn't. A friendship. <laughs> no, I did. No, I, I would have aligned with both of them, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what proceeded to happen was Connor and I set up these cups on an ironing board table. <laughs> I mean, as you do. As you do. <laughs> and proceed. Well, it's a hotel room, right? To all the listeners. Yeah. You like, got to oh, work with what you've like, got. You don't have, like, a ping pong table, we right? We weren't at the, like, absolute Ritz Carlton The SLS hotel room. or whatever, right? <laughs> there was not a, yeah. There was so, not a table already set up. So we us. had an ironing board. And so they, they kind of came over, and we started playing beer pong, and it was all good. First of all, already... Great challenge by us for finding supplies to create this activity, right? Yeah, you're just Who, training. Yeah, this is exactly part of, coordination. part of the game. This is yeah. we're thinking ahead with our friends. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this goes on for like what, forty five minutes, an yeah. hour, and we Absolutely. get a knock on the door. Oh no! Yeah, get the honeys <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god. The only people that are going to knock on the door are like the minions yeah, that are responsible. The they were actual minions. They like were like horrible interns. people. Yeah. Did not like them at all. Right. And um, so we were like, oh, oh boy. So they get into the bathroom, into the shower. <laughs> Literally, we put these honeys in a bathtub and shower and hid them behind a curtain. And right as Who we does were, that? What is we? <laughs> middle heroes. school camp? Heroes yeah. do that, Connor. <laughs> so, oh, right, right as. Connor was about to open the door. I realized there was like two purses and two big cell phones. So I'm like throwing these under the bed yeah. as Connor opens the door. Yeah, with and only a towel on. Just kidding. That was <laughs> not true. That's not true at all. I had fully clothes on. Connor all cannot my clothes. pull that off. Yeah, no. Yeah, nope. Too <laughs> and, white. Um, <laughs> opens the door and she obviously sees the uh, the beer pong setup. Yeah. And like, she's like, "What's going on here?" And we're like. We're just playing beer pong. Yeah, what's going on <laughs> just with some you? Just one-on-one yeah. one beer pong. Yeah. Why are you here? Just are you two jealous? grown men. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, is there anyone else here? Does it look <laughs> like there's anyone else here? Are you kidding and Connor, me? Connor looks at me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I, I deny till you die. I was, lived, I was writing me. it out. I was like, I was like. 
What are you talking about? Is there anyone else here? Does it look like this? Like, there's us, and we got, we like to party. Like, we wanted to have a couple beverages and maybe a table game. We're very competitive. Absolutely. I don't know if you know this about race car so, drivers. I mean, come on. The lady had, like, some what kind forms? of lifestyle we think we live in. She had some forms for us to sign or whatever, and she keeps, like, looking around, and I'm like, I'm trying to get a conversation going with her, like, so where are you from? And, you know, how's your week going? And how'd you get involved in this and, and everything? And meanwhile, like, Connor's looking around the room. <laughs> no, all stressed. Just no subtlety. Yeah. So, oh, I'm as subtle as you can be. I was like, honey, what you looking for? <laughs> and she was like, she kept like asking, are you sure there's no one here? And this Connor did a great yeah. job of diffusing the situation. Anyway, she left. And at that point, it was like, okay, girls should probably leave. I didn't agree. Um, is this why they didn't make it on the show? That's that's possible. <laughs> Gosh, I hope so. Because they went to their hilarious. room next, and it was just empty. Actually, um, I bet they did that, 100%. I didn't even think about that until now. Maybe they were both... <laughs> no, because... Well, they, how could they get into the room? Well, well but that's the thing. Where else <laughs> were they, they supposed were to be? Maybe they were showering and using the restroom at the same time. Yep. I mean, brushing <laughs> their teeth and yeah. showering. I mean, yeah. they're friends. So, I don't know. we got... Um, so yeah, Connor you guys I, do that all the time. 100%. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, we had so, to travel the world together. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, don't even, let's not even get there. Um, so, Connor and I, you know, go to bed. We woke up in the morning to a scathing email from the head person in charge. I thought it was a little aggressive. It was a really a aggressive. aggressive. And Connor and I formulated one of the most diplomatic responses ever. Honestly, you would, if you would have seen this response, you would have been like, these guys should run a state. At least a state. <laughs> yeah, not, not one of the big ones. No. Like a Dakota. Yeah, yeah I get One it. of them. Yeah. One of them. Or if not two. Him and one, me and the other. Yeah. I don't know. It's a team. The we kings can, of North and South. We could bond the Dakotas. And yes. suddenly we're a power Dakota. And now we're now we're taking over other places, too, because like we're so Iowa. smart. I'm yeah. looking at those Carolinas now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So here's, Why divide the North and the South when you could be one? So here's the kicker about this day. This day is like our final interviews. Oh, yeah. So Connor and I, we kind of like, we go down for lunch. We're and, feeling good. And there's every place in the hotel where you go, there's like guards, right? That work for CBS. And, Armed um, with clipboards and like yeah. pens. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. one, of the, one of the guards, as we sit down at the bar to order our lunch, was like, I heard you guys got in some trouble last night. And we're like, nope. Absolutely not. Don't know what you're Didn't talking I about. You and he yeah. was like, no, you guys had girls in your room. No. Absolutely not. No, like you don't. You there was no girls when that girl showed up. Hundred percent that no. you saw, and <laughs> um, so it was really really funny because we go into the final interview and you're like staged and you kind of have to like walk in behind everyone and you walk in front of them. They're all seeing these chairs with these super judgy looks on their faces, very and, judgmental, and people. like yeah. their <laughs> legs crossed and arms crossed, and you can just tell when we sit down. They are just shaking their heads. But then a couple of them are laughing. <laughs> so, like, I at felt this, good. At this couple point. A couple guys and I locked eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. You stole them with your eyes. Yeah. yeah, we did it. Yeah. At this point, yeah. it felt like we were okay. And, um, anyways, we, we got accepted on the show. And yeah. Competed on season 30 of The Amazing Race. Yeah. And they did not. <laughs> and they did not. <laughs> but honestly, they're really famous on Instagram. So, they're probably doing better than we did anyway. Money wise, I would afterwards. I would love to find out if that's why they didn't. Like no, no, because no. uh, I'm remembering the reason why our email was so diplomatic was because they we knew because I had been talking to them that they hadn't gotten accepted. 
Yeah. Um, so it was. That's the actually that's the only reason they actually came over is because they were already told. So that it's they were like off we're not show. forming alliances. We didn't know we couldn't talk to non-competitors. Yeah, we thought they were just passerbys. Just so. nice <laughs> folks that needed. Some oh, so company. in the diplomatic email, you owned up to that there were girls. You just said they weren't competitors, or you no, just denied everything. No, absolutely not denied everything. It was it was, it was until it was later. It was very much a shaggy situation. It was like once you're on the show, we're already departing for Iceland, and you're like, yo, so those honeys back there in a hotel, like they were already off the show. You guys realize that, right? And they're like, you dirtbags. Like, no, what are you talking about? We had coffees. And Connor was Splenda. out of insulin, so he I like it. to imagine it was Phil. I think that did one all of, of this. one of them was a registered nurse, so I could. Use it as an excuse for sure. That's yeah, a lie. I yeah, don't think she was at all. I don't think that's the thing at all. That was not her job. So that I don't think there's a lot of Instagram <laughs> famous nurses out there. Like there should be. They do an amazing well, job. But have I just you seen don't the see internet. That. Yeah. <laughs> so that's got to be. That's one of my favorite stories. That was before the race even started with Connor. Too. That was yeah. that was a uh, that was a funny one. So yeah. in the spirit of the show is done and you can talk about it. I mean, what is what's something that maybe didn't make the show that? Oh, I know. Okay, yeah. I want to uh, Alex lost his passport. Oh man, Alex that's like the big thing you're not almost to go on lost that show. his passport. What? Excuse me. Remember, we spent five hours in the Czech Republic stripping oh, yeah. the entire hotel room. Alex is like, I lost my passport. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. And we call the lady up there, one of the producer ladies. She's like, Alex, like this is game over. Like, you, you like, like what's going on? Need to find. And it. I'm like, oh, that happened. Boy, I had a friend on the show, and they lost because they lost. Yeah, their and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, we get to go home. Like, all right, <laughs> but. But also not happy at the same time. But we looked and we stripped every bed, all the sheets. We ripped the shower in half, everything. Where was it? Where was it, Alex? It was in my uh, sweater pocket. Jacket pocket. <laughs> but that wasn't the first place pocket. you checked? No, it, 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 he, it, I think it, he said he did. It wasn't because here's the thing. I hand washed that sweater. So I was like, I wouldn't have washed it if my passport was in it. Well, <laughs> but, I, but I did. So, yeah, so you were dazed and confused, and we had a long run. We were in the Czech Republic. We ran, like, 48 miles that day. It felt yeah. like a taxi driver didn't want to pick us up. We ran through that stupid roundabout in the darn city for about 10 hours, it felt like. And yeah. your passport was gone. But we won. But it was there. No, we finished No, fourth. we finished, like, fourth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Another story about Connor on The Amazing oh, Race. Here's, here's another story about The Amazing Race, and we'll, we'll end The Amazing Race stories on this one. But what a lot of people don't realize... Before we even left for Iceland, Connor and I were in prison in Manhattan. We were literally trapped in a hotel room for five days. Yeah. And had no information of when we were leaving, what we were doing. All we were given was a Barely menu. any beer pong. No. 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 <laughs> no. Nothing. We had no computers, no phones. Oh, okay. Nothing. We had a television. We memorized the channels by heart. Memorized the channels and... We had um, uh, like those word scrap word searches, word searches and coloring books, <laughs> and uh, one uh, fidget spinner, one fidget spinner, and, and one purple Pete, and a lacrosse ball named Purple Pete. Yeah, yeah. Alex drew a face <laughs> on him. How was, how long did it take before you went full castaway and drew the face on the ball? About thirty uh, minutes. Uh, thirty day. minutes. I, I, I no. Thirty minutes into the I day. Just two, say, I just was. I think Tom Hanks made it like a year and a half. Yeah, so, well, so, Tom parties. Like so he's, no, he's been the there thing. before, and he'll do it again. Here's the thing. So we landed in New York, and we got to the hotel, and Connor uh, Connor had quite an experience with getting his bag searched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you? Absolutely. I know what it's like to be physically assaulted. And <laughs> that was it. I didn't get touched once, but my bag was a part of me, I felt like. You know what I mean? And this guy is ripping everything out. All my clothes, every piece of medication, all my snacks. Snacks are very important because Skittles, I have a diabetes. They were, they were Skittles. Absolutely. 
Every, no, it was everything. I don't know. He's seven foot eight, about three sixty, and big boy should have played in the NFL, but he probably did not because he, he wasn't allowed to enjoy those people. awesome things yeah. because he wasn't from America. So uh, that's probably not good to say, but whatever. I don't really mind. He was really mean, uh, and so I get searched. Everything strip search. I have to take everything off. Like all my everything. Everything's gone, and I'm like. Well, that was pretty aggressive. I'm not gonna lie. Like, meanwhile, my going? my guy is just like kindly yeah. unpacking my bag. I was already up, upset. Well, and then we get to the airport in Canada. No, but he also tells us. So they rip it all apart, throw everything all over the room. Now repack it in 30 seconds, like right now. Just do it. And I was like, well, okay, but you like just threw everything everywhere, so I'm gonna have to actually repack this. No, nope, <laughs> this might take nope, a minute. Get out of here right now. Leave. And I was like, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna take all this stuff. I'm gonna <laughs> drag it out into this dumb room that you guys have set aside. And I'm gonna hate you forever right now. I well, was... and then and then a couple of days later, when oh. we're actually starting the show, yeah, he threatens to physically assault Connor. Yes. Whoa. Both of how us. did that? How did this happen? So we're sitting in the airport getting ready to go to Iceland, and like we know it's gonna be a self drive because yes. they're like, oh, pick up your car in the rental car lot, and we're like, oh, that's very exciting. He sits down, looks at us like some sort of demon man. And again, this is just a guy who works for CBS. No, he's, no, a, he's security. a security manager. So okay. he's probably SAS wild man. But again, doesn't work forest. for a government right now. He wrestled Works gorillas. For CBS. Yeah, no, yeah. he's an independent contractor. Like, okay. He's probably on the internet for fighting bears, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But he comes, sits down in front of us, and has one of those accents like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like super jacked up and even deeper. Okay. And he's like, I can't wait to physically penalize you for what you're about to do in Iceland. I was like, What do you mean? Like, we're driving a car. You're going to physically assault us for, for driving fast? <laughs> I was like, who do you think we are? Like, we're probably the safest drivers that you have here. And he literally, like, shot down our profession. Oh, yeah. With so yep. much joy. He was like, well, you don't really know what you're doing because you don't race in Formula One. Yep. And it was like, but you did. I was like, yeah. well. I was like, ah. <laughs> we both driven them. Yeah. So I feel like we're both qualified. Yeah. This what? guy, I honestly think, if, if I have top seven people who I dislike, as I just a human love being. that a security guard is like, "Oh, you only race IndyCar." Like, let me let me talk down. You're about not going to be able to drive oh. your Nissan <laughs> SUV that you get in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. you're going to struggle with that. <laughs> um, I can't even comprehend. I just I hope I I hope I don't have to interact with him ever again as a human being. Alex and I are here to talk to you about Dollar Shave Club. I know what you're thinking. Two guys with beards talking about shaving. But Dollar Shave Club is so much more than that. Exactly. They have everything you need to get ready in the morning, looking and feeling your best. Shampoo, conditioner, hair gel, even nice wipes to, well, you know, wipe. Personally, man, I can't get enough of their amber and lavender calming body cleanser. I can't find anything like it in the stores. But why go to the store? Dollar Shave Club sends it right to your house, and everything they send is made from top-shelf ingredients. Plus, they're affordable, and shipping is included in your membership. For five bucks, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Set. It comes with body cleanser, one wipe Charlie's, which is their amazing butt wipes, their world famous shave butter, and their best razor, the six blade executive. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need for the bathroom. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash off track. All right, Connor. So we've talked about the Amazing Race. Obviously, that was a pretty pretty crazy thing to have happened last year. Um, you're currently racing now with Harding Racing here in yeah. Mid Ohio. Yeah. Tell us what you have coming up next month. It's something you're pretty 
pretty excited about. Well, I hope to continue racing Indy cars at Pocono, but uh, I live life day by day, so we're not really sure how that's going to go yet. Um, but yeah, I'm racing a NASCAR for the first time, the NASCAR Xfinity oh, Series. Awesome. Very excited about it. Um, I feel like part of my persona really belongs in NASCAR. I feel like there's a few people I, there I, feel I like can most get along of it. with. Um, <laughs> Almost the entire. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I hope to dabble in both, and we'll see how that works. But the Roush Fenway Racing Team and Lily Diabetes is giving me a shout, so thank you very much. And uh, Road America, August 25th, you guys want to come out, hang out, drink copious amounts of beers in the uh, grandstands and support our number six entry. Or you can come out to Gateway Motorsports Park in St. Louis and have the same amount of beers and support the number 27 Napa Andretti Honda. Or you could do that, honestly. Yeah. Either one sounds nice. You could actually do both because our race is Saturday uh, night. Yeah, if you go from my race in the day to their race at night, you deserve a t-shirt or something or like a or like a coke another beer yeah, yeah. probably another beer yeah, yeah. it's probably yeah maybe yeah. some water if you, especially <laughs> if you uber from elkhart lake wisconsin to st louis tweet us that we're yeah. just yeah, text we're yeah, we just, yeah. just want to know yeah. and send if you need a way to get there fast uh tweet at hinchtown see if you can borrow a helicopter yeah yeah he'll get you down there very famous man hinchtown <laughs> so is this uh was this nascar thing something you had like strived to do is this something you've always wanted to do or is it kind of just like well i've got nothing else going on so. well i've always had a good relationship with lily lily diabetes and they've uh they're big into nascar uh and about seven months ago they you know we were talking and talked to them about indycar and you know working through some things but they were like hey would you ever drive a nascar and i was like i mean yeah i would drive anything um so i was all in for that and they were like oh well all right we'll try to see if we can make something happen so like must have been february or march um and we started meeting with the teams and everything was arranged and suddenly i was a nascar driver so it was kind of a cool little deal so speaking of lily um i know how you do it but i think it's it's super fascinating and it doesn't get enough credit or attention but like i know how physical it is to drive any type of racing car yes and obviously um you know what you eat before you get in the car is something i pay a lot of attention to because you know you're in it for two hours very hot huge physical effort yes having diabetes like that's that's obviously makes you have to pay more attention and monitor it more closely that you've obviously figured out but like share with us and our listeners like what that process is like and, and if you've ever gotten it wrong. In all these years, I mean, I, I've actually been racing with diabetes the longest in uh, this whole racing world. More than uh, um, Charlie Kimball? Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Interesting. But, uh, interesting indeed. Um, he is my second favorite diabetic IndyCar driver. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go with that. I'm not going to say anything. But it is it is obviously difficult. There's preparation uh, involved uh, at a higher level. You know, if I would love to be able to go up to my race car pound a couple Gatorades or something and just get in and get ready. But I have to literally see what my body is doing before the race. So if I can have a Gatorade or some sort of associated sports drink to that has sugar in it, do I need one? Do I need two? Oh, shoot. Do I need three? Like, I, I have to read what it's doing all in this hour period while doing driver intros, while waving to everyone, while hanging out with everyone, while preparing strategy-wise. So there's a lot that goes into that, but it also becomes repetition. You know you know what I mean? You're, you're, you get your body to do a certain thing before the race, and then you know that you have the tools to correct it on the way to the race and be in the right spot. And then I imagine once you get in the car, the adrenaline kind of takes over any yes. fluctuations in blood sugar. Well, sometimes. Depending on what direction you're going or depending on, you know, for me, for example, I, you know, the first race of the season is a little bit different because your body hasn't gone through the race fitness type of things that it goes through as soon as you get back into a full race. 
Uh, so this, you know, went through that in Toronto, you know, the body was working a lot harder than it has been because I haven't been racing full time and it's, it's, it's not easy to drive these cars. So, you know, that's, it's, it's a little bit tougher when the first race back in, but I feel a lot better this weekend already. Um, just because I've had a race under my belt because we've had a test day. So, uh, so now it's, it's, we're sort of getting, getting back into how the body's running at, at full, full power. It is crazy, like how much you can train in the off season, and still the first race will always kick your butt because, like, your yep. your body's just not used to nothing like race fitness. It's yeah, not, not race fitness for sure. Um, Tim, how do you deal with fitness on a race weekend? Tell me. Oh, um, I drink a lot of beer. I start in the morning and then just keep going, and I also eat a bunch of uh, terrible food. Nice. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And is it spaced out at all, or is it no, like just consistent? No, just consistent, consistent. from okay. like when and you get you, up. Do you watch I your macros that. and micros? No, I uh, I get golf cart rides rather than walk places. That's important. Yeah, that's that's what important. That's yeah. not what a macro or micro No, I don't know is. what that meant. That's why oh. I was just going to change okay. the subject. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you don't even walk around. Speaking of which, do we have some beer in here? Oh. <laughs> no, on Chateau de Bus, it's strictly water. Ah, yeah. So, Connor, I'm assuming that most of our listeners know who you are, and they probably follow you on social media and everything. Probably not. <laughs> But thank you if you well, they are should. now going to. They should. Connor Daly, 22 on Twitter. Whee! You're out there. You hang out with a lot of people in like the EDM music scene. You know, you yes. were at Dead Mouse's wedding last year yes. and, and all that. How'd you get into that? Well, slid I... Slid his DMs. Yeah, slid straight <laughs> through the DMs like a home run base hitter. Um, I don't even know what that means, honestly. I don't no, play baseball. I don't think like that made sense. But... Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I connect words that don't belong together. Same. But uh, but here I am, still surviving. Uh, the music world is a wild place. Uh, I I have, I have a big passion for music. I uh, love it. Um, I enjoy a good uh, party every now and then. <laughs> and this music is 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 a lot of fun. Uh, met some great people. Uh, Dead Mouse Joel is a is a car guy. Uh, he followed me on Twitter one day, 2014. Uh, and we you know just, the exact day no, now year. Do you guys celebrate your ago. anniversary? Yeah, get together our tweet anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just started talking to the guy. He's a really cool guy. Ended up out in uh, you know out in Vegas when my my GP2 ride got bought out from under me. So I was a little depressed, a little upset. Um, and we had a great weekend and uh, made great friends with his uh, with his now wife, who's who's an awesome human being. Um, and he's he just introduced me to a lot of these other people. And everyone has a passion for cars. So no matter. If you're out there raving, spraying champagne over 100,000 people, like I think in the end, if you talk about cars, all of a sudden they're like, yes, I love cars. Like we love to go fast. We like big Lamborghinis to shoot flames and giant Rolls Royces. Like that's like everyone, I like those all those things. people yeah. like those things. I and like I can get along because they're like, no way. You like you race cars? Like absolutely. Yes. Like that's got to be nice as a profession to just already be on par with anybody doing anything else cool. Well, I, yes, I, it's, it's a nice thing to have because it's a very different profession right there's not a lot of us there's only 33 of us essentially that are doing the indianapolis 500 every year and everyone knows what the indianapolis 500 is so it's kind of a cool way to get along and and uh and for me you know i do things differently i get out there i go to these music festivals i i enjoy a wonderful time but like i still can be my professional self also i think some people don't really accept my program but i'm happy with it and it's working because i can still go out and deliver on the track and one thing just i'm making an assumption here because joel's a friend of yours how long did you live with joel (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious you just live with everybody i just stay at his house yeah (laughs) i have stayed at his house multiple nights because hotels are expensive so yeah 
And then for those of you that don't know, I mean, you you stayed with James after his accident. You yes. you, you were there to help out and then stayed for a while, and that was a good thing. And then afterwards, you, you stayed with Alex before the amazing race. He was going race. through a tough time, too. Yeah. yeah he had just won the Indy 500. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He really, really needed the support there. Yeah. What's what's something that he does that just drove you nuts living well, with Well, I mean, him? Alex does everything perfectly. So he's won the Indy 500. He's a clean-cut gentleman who's really tall. <laughs> so, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, he cleans the house. He has Amazon buttons. Like... I don't know what else I'm supposed to. I mean, I it's hard to be around people that are so good at living that I I <laughs> he's just aggressively domestic. He's, a, he's no, he's just aggressively good at everything, right? Except for probably like Xbox games, but yeah. like, but okay. I was I was condemned for playing those, so I think that I should again reevaluate my life. Alex, I just made you play them in your room. <laughs> like That's a good, a like a good son would. No, I wanted to get there. I'm just kidding. I think it was more James that was upset when I had a, a oh, a hey, dining, table, a dining chair on, dining... on his coffee table. Yeah, but it was a strong, sturdy surface. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, back up. What was on the coffee table? It was a, it was a, a dining room dining chair. room chair. You put a dining room chair on the coffee table well, in the middle better, of the living room. Better vantage point because the TV, TV was very high. high. Okay, so just to reiterate. <laughs> You had a tall dining room chair. That was it. Was like on a, the coffee was, table was in the living room. Yeah, and I've been there. That's right when you walk in the house. Yeah, and you think it was that you were playing video games is why James was mad at that well, setup. That's... Well, I, he was impressed at my dedication <laughs> to the performance. I think, but he was a little upset that there was a coffee table that was being used for maybe a sturdy surface. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't um, like jump around on it. There were no marks. I made sure of that. I'm a responsible person. I don't destroy things. I'm very responsible. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Connor living at James's house, um, there was a period of time when um, I also lived at James's house with See? Connor. It's acceptable. With it's just a halfway house for when, drivers. When yeah. um, James was doing Dancing with the Stars, yeah. Connor and I lived at James's house. We did. Let me tell you, there it was, was very calm. It was a time. Nothing happened. <laughs> I don't get it. I wait. Uh, did can we, we go things? into this? Did we do anything there? I mean, there, there was a couple of nights down in the bar base, basement bar where we had some. Oh, I think fun. I was there for one of those. Tim was there. Yeah, a couple, Tim was couple there. times. And well, I just want to say what an amazing host James, James is. is. Yeah, thank yeah. you, James. Even for when he's not 2, there, thousand miles away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're dancing your little bum cheeks off yeah. in there, in Los Angeles, <laughs> with those nice ladies out there, we are managing your household in a way we that making, will never be managed again. Making sure it was used, testing out the bar and <laughs> stuff. It was winter, but boy, there was a pool. And, and a hot tub, and uh, yeah, we a were forest that Spencer, you know, liked to frolic Spencer in. Spencer Piggott. So I'm the only fans, one at this big table. Big fan of Spencer Piggott and forests. I'm the yeah. only one at this table that has not lived at James's house. I think well, you've been there you've, enough times. I've been there, but not in a row. You you like love to stay over any chance you I can. Do. I do. Yeah, it's so, a nice place. Yeah. So James, we just want to say from the bottom, our, bottom of out. our heart, thank you. Yeah. Even though you're not here with us tonight on Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, I feel like if I ever get I might I might get in trouble for verbally committing to this, but I feel like if I ever get a real job or any sort of like income in my life ever, like anything above minimum wage, I'm gonna pay James money at some point. At some point, I'm gonna give James money. And me? I paid you monthly. I did. Well, that was that was true. You did yep, do I that. I paid Alex yeah. monthly. Mm -hmm. James deserves. At some point, I'm gonna buy him a, an object. All right, battle royale. Round one. Fight. So the rules Currently, of battle royale. It's uh, 
8 p.m. and we are inside, and Connor is wearing sunglasses, just yeah, so go. all the listeners can know. people do podcasts. <laughs> I've seen the internet before. All right, so the rules of Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> I will give you guys a group of, of people, of characters, either real or fictional, and you have to imagine if, if that entire group was in a, a fight to the death, who would be the winner? This one's going to make more sense than most of our other groups. I'm going with uh, action movie stars. Bingo. You can pick any of them. It's just the two of you. James isn't here, but uh, you have to imagine in a, it's still a brawl of all of the other ones. Okay. So, so uh, we like usually that. let our guests go first. And how many of them do we choose? Just one. Because so just... only one person gets to come out of this I feel, I okay. feel like, though, it should be a team because... Uh, just make it more interesting instead of it just like a one-on-one. So what are you, you, are you thinking like, like two each or three each? Three. Let's, Can no, we do let's three? Do two. Two each. Two, okay, three's two. a little aggressive. Two Two's fine. Right, so two, so each. two action movie stars. Yeah. Together fighting. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go uh, with The Rock from Fast and the Furious 8 and 9. All right, hang on. Here's how we're doing this. We're doing a draft style. So it goes, Connor, you pick The okay. Rock. Now, Alex, you make your first choice. But specifically from The Fast and the Furious, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, go on the actors, but okay. Jason Statham from anything. All right. All right, so... Connor, your second. Um, I would like to go with um, uh, Aquaman, but Vinny Chase. <laughs> um, not well, the guy that, out of everybody. Not the guy out that's of, coming up in the real movie, Aquaman. Vinny Chase, Aquaman. Just wow. a, like highest a grossing Alex movie of all Rossi time. level terrible pick there. Highest grossing movie of all time. Oh, th- okay, but no. um, I'm going to keep it British and go uh, Tom Hardy. That's Tom, see, that's a good choice. Absolutely this is not. Got Jason Statham and Tom Hardy. This is this might be the best choice Alex Rossi's ever no, had. No, I I out. really like Cain and Abel. That was terrible. That was that a was good choice awful. in terms of famous brothers. Oh, I win. I feel right, like time. they're the right, most so famous. Connor, let's. I want to hear the reasons. Why why your pick? Uh, the Rock. I don't know if you saw, but uh, he is uh, massive. He is uh, not yeah. a. Re- he is bigger than any human that exists in humanity. He's also like the friendliest uh, guy in the world. Doesn't matter. Have you seen him He's wield a giant, a giant teddy gun? Bear. He literally broke a cast with his arm to come back and fight with Dom and held. And what did a, he say? He held a machine gun from mm. a helicopter and took down another helicopter on the he, street. What did he say? He said, Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah. Oh, see? Daddy's going to work and Daddy's going to take down your chopper with his bare hands. That's the least cool. It's incredible. That's... Anyway, Vinny Chase, Aquaman, I mean, he's a beautiful face. He's got incredible powers. Have you seen when he about jumps in that water? And I want to know. I want to know how a got. beautiful face is going to help you in a fight to the yeah. death. I tell you what, he can swoon all day long. I mean, long. you started S- off strong with the rock. No, like that makes a sense. Chase no. Aquaman, highest grossing movie of all time, must have been awesome. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. We never saw the finished product. Just highest okay. grossing movie. So of all I time. feel like I don't even need no, to argue I mean, my point. I want to hear your points, but no, yeah, it's yours to lose at this point. Okay, so you got Jason Statham and who? Tom Hardy? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk okay, about cool people? Can right? we talk about They have cool voices? The, the, no, can we talk about the same play, movie that you're pulling the rock from? Jason Statham was actually able to go yeah, tit and he for got tat. His, nope, absolutely not. He ended up in jail. That no, means you yeah, lose. Yeah, but but in this one he's got a backup and you got Vinny from Entourage. Like he's exactly. not Vinny from Entourage isn't even the toughest guy in Entourage. Have you seen him do all like those his drugs own Entourage could kick his ass. From, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> You're, I mean, you're so saying Johnny Drama I feel like, couldn't beat Vinny Chase. 100%. I feel like Emily Ratajkowski could kick Absolutely not. It would Vinny be Chase's close. Ass. It'd be nope. close. Vinny Chase got I'm not hurt, saying it'd go he? one way or the other, but it'd not be close. A- I feel ganged up upon. <laughs> so, Vinny, Vinny Chase not only got Emily Ratajkowski, but he's out there getting highest grossing movies of all time as a director and an actor. Yeah, Let's go. That's a good honey to get. That guy. I mean, this I mean, obviously this goes to Alexander Rossi. Thank this you very much. We're going to obviously put it up on Twitter. I feel really good about my choices. 
If I were to have a backup, though, I really have no idea what I would say. You, anybody? I not like you can't it. think like Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, so Arnold you guys Schwarzenegger, would pick some guy who's eight hundred years old over a I fictional didn't, character. I didn't. I chose Tom Hardy and Jason Statham. Yeah, but he's talking about Arnold and and Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester them. Stallone think, is think made now, of plastic. Not even in their prime. I think now any one of them could beat Vinny Chase. I feel I like I so. could beat Vinny Chase. I'm pretty proud of Vinny Chase. <laughs> I respect his lifestyle. I love what he's done. Why wouldn't He's... you choose Ronda Rousey? No, absolutely not. Because I feel like she would beat some people. Well, if anybody else on Twitter would like to be wrong, you can uh, pick Connor Daly as the winner for uh, for Battle Royale. I think The Rock <laughs> is a great team player. Dude, no, The Rock was a great choice. Okay, here's and what I'm going to do. Just... I'm going to do The Rock from Fast and Furious and The Rock from you don't that have to big movie, The Skyscraper. Movie. You can't no, choose two the separate same people. person. You don't two have characters. to designate what movie. I said absolutely. Action heroes. Then I'm going to choose The Rock from San Andreas. And the rock not as good because the, the rock, rock from uh, skyscraper nope. has one leg and, and he climbs a building with nope. it. And the climbs rock. a building with a prosthetic leg. L- Can you do me. that? Can listen. Tom Hardy do that? Nope. Listen to me. I haven't seen Tom Hardy climbing a big building with one leg. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. The Rock from San Andreas and the Rock. He flew from a helicopter more pink lifeguard. And man. the Rock from the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, the Alexander Rossi the I know. Rock from the Tooth Dude, did you see him doing those one-arm push-ups? Absolutely not. I saw a man hanging outside of a skyscraper with a leg and a half and climbing with his prosthetic. I don't think a leg and a half is helping him. I mean, he did. It's it didn't, incredible. It didn't hinder him. No, in that, in that instance. Uses, what about whoop. what about the Rock from Rampage, where he's got the power of the monkey? Nope. I Guys, like I said it. the actor. You don't have to designate <laughs> the movie. Let's pick the best rock characters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Only you, you like you had the I win, and now I still mine. have the win. I'm no, not changing. Absolutely not. I feel good about my selections. All, All right. Yeah. On that well, note, um, I feel good. I don't. It's been a. Uh, <laughs> it's been a ready. unique episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, and I'm we appreciate sorry, I'll it. Never be invited back. We appreciate it if you hang in, if you hung in there this long, because. Um, it's been it's been an undertaking. It's been a thing. It's been a thing. So Connor, thank you for having us. Uh, <laughs> right. Thank you for listening. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. You can stay in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is Ask Off Track, or you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram or Snapchat story. We're also taking emails at ask at offtrackpod.com and phone calls at 317-731-2372. If we like what you have to say, we'll mention it on the next show, so you better make it pretty good. We're also individually on Twitter at at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. And if you want to, though we have no idea why you would, you can follow producer Thim at at the Tim Durham. Hi right, guys, if you want to follow Connor Daly on Instagram, it's at ConnorDaily22, as well as Twitter, at ConnorDaily22. The music you heard on this episode was written by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library, and the show is produced by Chris Boniello and Jeff Umbro of the Podglomerate, as well as Thim himself, Tim Durham. We'd also like to thank Breakmaster Cylinder for the jingles. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. The Podglomer, a sonic universe. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.